How crazy was Friday? Wow. Welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. My name is Mark Adams. I'm your host, one of the writers at 49ers Web Zone, and we're going to talk about the crazy Friday that was what we found out about Nick Bosa, what happened to Trey Lance. There was also some kicker news, and then there was a preseason game on top of all of that stuff. So let's kind of get into this uh, timeline here because the first thing that happened was that Ian Rappaport reported that Nick Bosa could miss the opener. According to Rappaport, Bosa knows what he wants and that he has decided that he's not really negotiating with the 49ers, that he's kind of just in a spot where he's going to wait for them to meet his expectations and what he wants. And so uh, Rappaport said that Bosa could possibly miss the first game of the season. Obviously, we don't want that to happen. We want something to work out soon. I predicted that it would happen sometime next week once we got past this last preseason game. I thought that maybe we would see something happen next week. And so hopefully that still happens. But, uh, you know, we still have uh, basically two weeks, two weeks tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's Sunday. So two weeks from tomorrow is when the NFL season starts. And so hopefully uh, the 49ers and Nick Bosa will get this worked out uh, because, look, if he misses games, first off, Pittsburgh is like 15 and one in their last 16 opening day games. Uh, so they don't they don't lose very often in the first game of the season. They don't lose very often at home in the first game of the season. And so the, this game is going to be in Pittsburgh man, if Bosa can't uh, can't play, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them to get pressure on the quarterback. We saw in preseason their quarterback like was was throwing touchdowns left and right. So, you know, it's a game that we have to have Nick Bosa there. So, so that was the first news. Then we got news that the 49ers had traded Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys for a 2014 fourth round pick. So man, so remember yesterday or a couple of that was I think it was a couple of days ago when Diana Russini said that the 49ers have been shopping Trey Lance all off season. John Lynch said that's not true. That's false. Um who knows if that's happened, but they certainly have I mean we talked about this in our in, uh, in my last podcast that they did a they did a 180 man from the other day when Shanahan said, I'm going to make a decision the week of the Pittsburgh game. And then the very next day, news breaks that Shanahan has declared that uh, that Sam Darnold is QB2 and that Trey Lance is on the trading block, uh, that he's being shopped. So, you know, and we talked about how, how horribly they handled that whole thing. Uh, but here's the timeline. Uh, this came from Tracy Sandler, the timeline of the Trey Lance trade. On Wednesday, uh, Trey Lance met with Shanahan and learned that Darnold was, was QB2. Lance takes time to think about it. Around 90 minutes later, asks for the opportunity to be traded. Then on Thursday, Lance came back to the team meetings. And then on Friday, he's traded to the Cowboys. So John Lynch said last night that when they told Trey Lance that he had been traded to the Cowboys, uh, 
that he could see immediately some some life and some some joy uh, on on Trey's face. So uh, good for him. Uh, I, I think it's bad for the 49ers, but not just not just because they're losing Trey Lance, but I just think that the way they handled it, especially the way Kyle Shanahan has handled <clears throat> this whole Trey Lance thing has just been a mess. And so it's going to be interesting to see because Dak Prescott's the starting quarterback in Dallas. Um, Rush is the, uh, Cooper Rush is the uh, backup quarterback. And last year he came in when Prescott was hurt and actually won some games. So he kind of did a Brock Purdy kind of thing. So I would guess that Trey Lance is immediately going to be QB number three because he doesn't know their system. And so it's going to take time. He needs developing. He needs somebody to be patient with him. And if Dallas is patient with him, then uh, he he very well could could end up taking Prescott's job down the road and becoming a really good quarterback. And if he does, if Trey Lance becomes a great quarterback for the Cowboys, and especially if they they uh, win a Super Bowl, I'm throat punching Joan and Payroll or somebody. I'm I'm punching somebody because. That is that's my worst nightmare is the Cowboys getting Trey Lance, turning him into something great, and then winning Super Bowls with him. That would be horrible. And Shanahan and Lynch will be long gone by the time that happens. Um, because if it happens, nobody's gonna want them uh because that would just be terrible. So after that, right right around game time, we find out that both kickers, Jake Moody and Zane Gonzalez, uh, are hurt. So we, we knew that Jake Moody wasn't going to play. We thought that Zane Gonzalez was going to play, but then when the 49ers uh, scored their first touchdown, out comes Mitch Wisnowski, not to hold, but to actually kick. He didn't make it, by the way. And so then everybody's like, what is going on? This is crazy. The 49ers are a soap opera. Where is Zane Gonzalez? And then word immediately comes out that he's hurt too. So... I, I don't know what's next. I mean, are they going to bring back Kyle Williams to start returning punts? This is just so crazy. Uh, but I do think uh, that this would be a good opportunity to, to, uh, to find Robbie gold's phone number if he'll even return your calls. So, uh, but then after that, I, I mean, here's all this crazy news and then they actually had a game. So, that's what I want to get into um, here. So let's let's break down. Here's some observations. They lost 23 to 12 to the Los Angeles Chargers. So let me give you my observations. What jumped out to me? Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, Jordan Mason has put the ball on the ground too much during training camp and preseason. That could cost him the uh, the running back number three role. So what he fumbled right at the goal line. I think he actually fumbled twice. Um, one time they recovered one time they lost the, uh, the fumble, but, uh, not a good show. He ran the ball well, but, uh, you, you can't keep putting the ball on the ground. Kyle Shanahan is not patient with running backs at fumble and, um, Bobby Turner's not patient with that. So that's something that Jordan Mason's going to have to clean up and he didn't, he didn't fumble at all last year. So I'm not sure why he's all of a sudden doing this. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, the next thing I wrote is Brandon Ayuk is going to have a huge year. Um, he had a big play uh, in that first quarter. I think it was the second drive. Uh, big play, got got the 49ers down to the uh, down toward the goal line. So huge, uh, 
huge play by Brandon Ayuk, and that was uh, that was pretty cool uh, to see. What's up, James? Uh, James writes, Super Bowl or get rid of the front office. No more excuses. Someone needs to be held accountable for these terrible decisions. Yeah, I I can't disagree with that. You know, a lot of the fans, when we came out of last season, a lot of fans were saying that Kyle Shanahan should be fired. But I just, I, I didn't agree with that at all. And and I remember I had, one of, when I first started this podcast in February, one of my very first guests was Oscar Aparicio from the Better Rivals podcast and uh, kind of the 49ers podcast OGs. And so I asked him, you know, he started, he's talking good about Kyle Shanahan. And so I said, wait a minute, you don't think that Kyle Shanahan should be fired? Because a lot of people say that he should. And he was like, no, this, this is just ridiculous. No way should Kyle Shanahan be fired. But, you know, at this point, the way that they handled Trey Lance, I I think that his his seat is getting a little warm. It's it's not hot, but it, it has to be getting a little bit warm. Now, if Brock Purdy balls out and they win a lot of games and they do things like they did last year, nobody's even going to care. And if they win the Super Bowl, then he's going to have a lifetime contract. But but yeah, if they don't play well, if they if they struggle this year, if they butcher this Bosa thing and then he comes in, ends up with a soft tissue injury and misses a lot of time, or if by chance, and, and this isn't going to happen, but if by chance he missed more than just one game, uh, missed multiple games or missed some of the season, then that's going to, I, I mean, they're not going to be, they're gonna, not going to live that down. So if they have a bad season and they've traded away Trey Lance after what they uh, went and got him for, and if Brock Purdy's not the guy, then yeah, I think that Shanahan and Lynch are probably going to be uh, looking for jobs sooner rather than later. James said, on another note, is there any strides towards getting Roger Craig into the Hall of Fame? Well, they announced on t- well, they they met on Tuesday, and then they announced on Wednesday uh, this past uh, week that uh, Roger Craig, they, they announced their, their three finalists for the senior uh, class, and Roger Craig was not one of them. So it's back to the drawing board. Um, those of us that have been fighting for him to get in, we're going to keep fighting uh, because we believe that, uh, that he is, should be in. Now, the good part is that from everything that we've heard, uh, from there, from a couple of Hall of Famers who were in the room, Hall of Fame voters, I should say, um, the vote was really close, and Roger got into the final six, which is great news because he was in the final twelve, and then he got to the final six. Um, three were selected, and so you would think that okay, now he's in the top three, he should get in next year. Doesn't always work out that way. Just because you're close doesn't mean that you're automatically going to get in the next uh, year. But according to these, this, the uh, Hall of Fame voters that we got information from, this was not only really close, but there was a lot of really positive discussion. So uh, even Matt Mayoko told me uh, on Wednesday that he believes that, that, that Roger will get in next year. And he said that he's never said that before. So I think that, I think that it's moving that way positively. So... Okay, so next on the list, Ronnie Bell not only is going to make this team, he may end up making an impact this season. Kid just continues. Uh, he had a big punt return yesterday. 
I don't know that he was targeted too much in the passing game, but uh, but that's all right because he's made a big impact in the previous two games. So we'll see what happens. But I think that he's going to not only make the team, but I think that he's going to play a lot this season, and I think he's going to make a difference. Uh, Brock Purdy and the offense looked sharp. I, I, I definitely think that they're ready, and that was without Trent Williams. That was without Christian McCaffrey. So I think that uh, that's a, a really positive thing that, that they really look sharp. The 49ers special teams, on the other hand, <laughs> they did not look sharp. So let's, uh, you know, last week, I think last week I answered the question in a mailbag, or maybe that was, actually that may have been earlier this this week. Uh, somebody asked, should we be concerned about the, the uh, 49ers special teams? And I said, no, I think it's going to be fine. You know, Jake Moody's going to have his issues as a rookie quarterback, but they're dealing with some injuries. And I think that once everybody comes back and the rosters cut down and we know who's doing what, I think that they'll be fine. Um, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned just because now kickers are hurt. And, uh, and speaking of that, like what's, what's, how do you, how do you get both kickers hurt? And, you know, it's like, it's like they've become like, like last year's 49ers quarterbacks, you know, that they're just all falling and, and nobody can stay healthy. It's just weird. But I, I think that they'll get the, the special teams figured out, but it is a little concerning that they're just not, uh, not doing, not doing better uh, than they are. Uh, James says, uh, so their hope is for next year at least. Uh, for Roger Craig, yes, that's that's the hope. Uh, so he would, if he's chosen in August of 2024, then he will be enshrined in August of 2025. So that's kind of how that works. Uh, so is Bosa waiting for Jones to make a deal with the Chiefs? Is it about ego or money? That is, that's a really good point. And I hadn't thought of that because Chris Jones is holding out for the Chiefs. Had somebody tell me, um, had a Chiefs fan reach out to me. I, I, I'm part of the PSF, Pro Sports Fans app. And if you haven't downloaded that, go download that and come join the 49ers chat room because um, we do live streams and all kinds of things in there but I had a chiefs fan come in there and say that he knows for a fact that Chris Jones is going to be reporting next week. Now, I don't know how he knows that maybe he's just talking and, and acting like he's some big shot. Um, I'm not going to say that I know for a fact that Nick Bosa is reporting next week because I have no clue. I mean, I have no connections to that. And so there's just no way for me to know that. If that guy knows for a fact, if he really knows that Chris Jones is coming in next week, I hope that he's right because if Chris Jones comes in and he signs his deal, then it, that could be what Bosa's waiting on uh, because Bosa wants to be the highest paid and maybe Chris Jones is thinking he's going to be the highest paid defensive player of all time. So we'll see. Um, hopefully one of them will will get this done and then the other can can jump in there as well. All right, moving on. The next thing I wrote down there in the game is that Nick Zakel is terrible. <laughs> this guy, I I really don't know if he's going to make the team. I, I hope that he's never called on to play because he's not good. Uh, see, Purdy moved the ball well. Sam Darnold, however, came in and the offense immediately stalls. Is that a coincidence? 
I don't know. I mean, Purdy or uh, Darnold did play a little bit better later in the game, but yeah, that's. Uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna support Brock Purdy because I I, I mean yeah, obviously I'm gonna support Brock Purdy, but Sam Darnold as well because if he's gonna be QB two and he actually ends up playing, then I want them to win. I want them to do well, and I want that quarterback to do really well. So I hope that Sam Darnold is this reclamation project that that does great things. I'm just, I just need to see it, I guess. Uh, so Javon Kinlaw had a had a nice first half, really pushed uh, uh, the pile a lot, you know, like like really broke down the uh, the interior of the offensive line and and wreaked a little havoc in the first half. His second half didn't go as well. He uh, he just sometimes he doesn't play with good technique, and when that happens, it gets pushed around a little. Uh, let's see. Demetrius Flanagan fouls. He he played well. Uh, he had a sack in the game. I think he had a sack maybe last week too. So he's he's uh, flashed at times uh, here in the preseason. Isaiah Oliver, man, I think that I, I just think that he's not uh, he's not that good. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do there um, because they they really went out on a limb. They paid. He's he has guaranteed money uh, coming his way. And so it's not like, you know, if they cut him, it's, it's going to cost them more to cut him than to keep him. So they're going to keep him, but I just, uh, I don't know right now how much they trust Isaiah Oliver to, um, to, to, to play a good, uh, nickel corner spot. So, uh, James wrote watching Kenlaw get double teamed to death was concerning last night. Are we going to struggle against the run when we have some form of rotation on the field? Well, that's one of the things that I wrote down was that the 49ers defense has struggled to stop the run the entire uh, preseason. Now, it is preseason, and Javon Hargrave hasn't played much. Eric Armstead hasn't played much. Bosa's not been here, obviously. Uh, but you still want to see your backups doing something. Um, you know, I was really wanting to... Uh, to see how Kalia Davis did last night. Um, but I, I, if anybody knows how, how he looked, uh, jump in here and let me know. Cause I, I did not get a chance to see him, uh, but I was hoping that Kalia Davis would play and would look good because he's really the closest thing that they have to DJ Jones. And, and when they lost DJ Jones, they lost that, that plug in the middle, that person that, that shuts down the run. And, uh, and so I, I really think that they need that kind of guy uh, in there. And I, I'm hoping that Kalia Davis can become like that. But uh, so far, he's not been uh, – he, he either hasn't been healthy, and then when he has been in there uh, in training camp, he hasn't uh, he hasn't played well based on what I've heard. So Now, who, who has played well is uh, Jalen Graham, the rookie linebacker from Purdue – I think that man, he just makes plays. He he hits those gaps. He 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 can tackle. He hits. He brings a load with him. Uh, so let's just hope the 49ers don't trade him to the Cowboys in a few years uh, because I really like this kid, Chris Conley. Uh, he keeps making plays. Uh, it's I think it's going to be tough for him to make the team. Uh, he got hurt last night. I think I heard it was a concussion, but I'm not exactly sure. But it, it seems like whenever the these 49er, 49ers quarterbacks in the preseason have needed to make a play, they've either gone to Ronnie Bell or they've gone to Chris Conley. 
And so last night, Conley made a great catch, beautiful throw from Sam Darnold down the uh, right sideline. And uh, Conley made a great catch. So um, I hope that he makes the team. I, I think that uh, I think that he still has a lot to prove and a lot to show. Um, so uh, hopefully he will make that, but I don't know. It's going to be hard for him. Thoughts on Drake Jackson. Should he take the majority of snaps opposite Bosa or do you think, or do you have someone else in mind? Well, Drake Jackson is the guy that I want to see win that spot, but he's, he's been injured. And then when he's been in, he hasn't been great. He had, he has, he has flashes. Like he has moments where he looks really good. He batted down a pass last night and almost intercepted it. And so he has those kinds of moments, but what they need from the, the opposite uh, edge uh, from Nick Bosa, he hasn't really shown that yet. Now, last season in the real games, he did, he did show that at times. Um, I think he had like six sacks in his first uh, handful of games. I don't remember how many games that was, but then he tailed off at the end. And so he's come in in a lot better shape. Uh, so I still have a lot of hope for him. I hope that he's the guy that they choose for that uh, starting position. It might be that they choose uh, like Cleland Furl to to start that, uh, uh, that. And I just learned how to say his name. I've always thought it was Cleland Farrell, but I heard, uh, gosh, who was it? I heard somebody that talked to him and they asked him, how do you say your last name? Because everybody says Farrell. And he said it's Furl, like referral. And so that was, that was good to figure out how to actually say, say his name the right way. But I'm wondering if they're not going to start Cleland Furl and then bring in Drake Jackson on obvious passing downs. They may do that. Um, so I, my hope was that Drake Jackson would be ready and that he would be the guy um, and that he would provide that kind of flash off the edge um, like they need, you know, so but I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't know that he's shown them yet that he can, can do that. So uh, let's hope that he can. And if not, maybe, maybe it's Furl. Uh, maybe it's Austin Bryant. Uh, I don't know. It's, I thought that I had it figured out, but now I don't. So um, the next thing on here is uh, both Mason and Ty Davis ran the ball well in this game. They, they both ran hard and, and picked up a lot of yards. And, and so that's great to see uh, just, they, they've got to stop with the fumbles and they've, they've got to do a better job in pass protection. You know, there was the, the whiff last week when Ty Davis price whiffed and, and let, uh, let Brock Purdy get, uh, I think, I think it was a sack or he threw the ball away, but probably would have been a touchdown uh, if Ty Davis price picked up uh, his blocker um, or his rusher, but didn't happen. So uh, let's see, this game was brutal to watch once the starters were out. And, and really with all of the news that happened throughout the day, it was kind of hard to focus on the game itself. You know, I'm thinking about Bosa. Is he going to miss week one? And I'm thinking about Trey Lance, you know, feel bad for the kid. And I feel uh, bad for the 49ers that they traded all this, these draft picks uh, to, to get him. And then just had bad luck, you know, with the injuries. And, and now, 
now Trey's going to have to go be a cowboy. And I was hoping that he'd go somewhere in the AFC where, where we could root for him and still hope for the best, but I can't root for him. If he's with the Cowboys, that's just not going to happen. So I uh, feel bad for that, but uh, uh, you know, and then the kicker situation um, <laughs> there was uh, there was one, one fourth down right before halftime that uh, it's like fourth and three or something like that, or fourth and two. I, I don't remember what it was, but uh, normally Shanahan would have kicked a field goal because they were in field goal range, but he instead they lined up to go for it because there's no wish. Wishnowski couldn't make a, a PAT. He's not going to make a long field goal. And so uh, there was, then there was a penalty. Um, I don't know that maybe it was one of Nick Zakel's holding penalties. I, I think because uh, he had a couple of them. He had at least two in the first half. And so uh, then that moved them back farther. And I'm, I'm still thinking, Hey, go for it. It's preseason. If you don't make it big deal, it's, it's not like, I, I mean, the chargers weren't really going to have much time. They were going to have the ball near midfield they really weren't going to have much time to do anything with it so go for it but kyle instead chose to punt it and so that kind of stunk but uh that's that's nick zakel ruining the day and and i can't remember if that was him but i'm almost positive it was one of those holding calls he had a couple of holding penalties in both times uh in the first half and both times i believe that that they had picked up a first down and then it got called back uh but you know, what are you, what are you going to do? That, that happens. So, uh, that's all that I have for today. Uh, James wrote personally, I think we need Robbie back in the building before it costs us games. I don't care what it costs. Yeah, man, I am right with you at this point. I, cause they're thinking that Nick Moody or yeah, Jake Moody, Nick Moody, who's Nick Moody. He used to play for the 49ers. I think he was a linebacker, uh, maybe down the hardball days. Uh, but Jake Moody, they're thinking that he's going to miss some time, maybe even miss a game or two at the beginning of the season. And with Zane Gonzalez in, you know, being injured as well, to me, I think that now is the time to get Robbie Gold in here and and, and maybe just redshirt uh, Moody and, and let him be the guy next season. That's That's what I would probably do at this point. But... I just think that they've moved on from uh, from Robbie Gold. I don't think that they're going to call him. I uh, w- wonder if he would even take that call, but the fact that he's still un- unemployed, I, I I think that he probably would, and that they you know they could ap- apologize and do all that stuff. But uh, you know who knows? I but I I definitely I agree with James. Call call Robbie Gold and uh, and let him be the guy. Thanks, James. Appreciate, uh, appreciate it. He's a great show, man. Thanks for your time. Much love from the UK. Hey, thanks for watching, um, from all the way, um, in the UK. Appreciate that. And appreciate, um, appreciate all of our 49ers fans in the UK, man, man, y'all represent, you got a lot of, uh, great fans over there and some great content creators as well. And, uh, I've had, uh, had at least one of them on the show uh, in the past, but I know they do some really cool stuff over there. So that's all that I have. Make sure that you rate, review, and follow uh, the show. And uh, 
Let me know if you have any questions. I'll be putting out a 49ers web zone mailbag on Monday, uh, actually opening it up for questions. So if you have questions uh, for the mailbag, jump in here or catch me on uh, Twitter at 49ers Camelot. Be happy to talk 49ers with you. And go check out the PSF app. Pro Sports Fans is what it stands for. Uh, we're trying to trying to build that up. It's going to be a really cool thing with some live streams and some live uh, live streaming during games and even during the week as well. So it's going to be pretty cool. So go check that out. PSF uh, on it's it's on Apple right now uh, for for your iPhone, your iPad, and I think that the Android part of it is going to be ready real soon. So go check that out.